0: Welcome to (gasps) Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one.
1: If you are not watching this, which you're probably not, you might have just heard two bottles clink, Because I am sitting here at Schiller Productions in Carrollton, Georgia with my good friend Rhett Harmon down here visiting. Rhett's with Century 21 doing some amazing things with social media in his real estate business we're going to share today. Welcome to episode number 21 where we are drinking on the Drunk on Social podcast, The Symposium. I think that's appropriate, but I'm not sure. Uh, This is the first time in 21 episodes that I've had a alcoholic beverages on Drunk On Social, it's appropriate. Cheers. My man, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me into
0: your town. We are in the square of Carrollton, Georgia. Welcome welcome to Carrollton again. Uh, Jeff, I'm glad to be here and excited about uh, being on uh, on the show. man. it's uh, good stuff. Uh, shameless plug, 21, Century 21, sounds like a coincidence, but we'll just leave it at that.
1: Uh, I think uh, everyone should be paying attention. Rhett takes every opportunity that he gets to plug his business, and that's very smart. Let me also say that you might notice there's a, uh, a, uh, a the, 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 the godfather of social media is not with us today because we're live and he wouldn't hop, he wouldn't get on his private jet and fly here. How dare you, Tristan? Tristan, next time, I and mean, you got to come to Carrollton. Jeff's been here twice. You haven't been here yet. <laughs> well, Red, okay, so the Drunk on Social podcast is all about the latest news on social media, what's going on in the social media world, the latest strategies, some ideas, and things that Tristan and I. Uh, you know, are finding out there because this is what we live for. We have a passion. We've had two guests. You're our third one. First was Ed Stulock, then Lana. That was live. You're my second live one. Man, this is cool. This is fun.
0: Absolutely, man. I'm glad to be here doing this and, uh, man, just, just learning more. I love the podcast and, and all the stuff. You guys deliver content every time. I just hope I can live up to that today.
1: I have no doubts. So, if anybody doesn't know uh, Rhett Harmon, again, I've mentioned he's uh, in Carrollton, Georgia with Century 21. As he plugged, he's in, been in the real estate business for how many years? 20 years, man. Just hit 20. 20
0: years. And you are a... Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your business. Sure, sure. So uh, we have a, a co-owner brokerage here in town. Uh, we The place that we wanted to work uh, did exist, so my business partner and I created a brokerage. And uh, we do property management in a big way. have a, a big team that does that. We manage between five and 600 doors here. Uh, mostly single-family residential. Some of them are apartments and uh, a little bit of commercial. Uh, But then also, uh, we've got about 54 agents, I believe, right now that work with our brokerage uh, and I run a small sales team called Retro Group, so a lot of fun.
1: And you all are thinking to yourself, okay, Jeff, what the hell does this have to do with social media? And if you're watching this, again, you may not be. You're going to have to go check this out on YouTube because the setup is amazing. It's 10 times better than the the normal setup. Uh, But we're both wearing these shirts that say random to real estate. Uh, and that is the tie back I think to social media, especially, but I also want to say this, uh, my, my, my business partner in my mortgage business is here with me and he asked me last night, he said, so how did you get, how did you meet Rhett? Uh, and the answer was social media. Like everybody knows this. I'm not telling you anything. You don't already know my business has exploded as a result of social media. That's why I'm so passionate about it. That's why I want to help you, the audience do the same thing. Rhett, we met as a result of Social, which tells me that Social has had a massive impact on your business. Tell us a little bit about that, and then let's
0: get into what the heck random to real estate is. Uh, absolutely, well here in the uh, Shiller Production Studio, uh, James Paul, he's, uh, he's running around getting some extra footage of us right now, but uh, we opened our brokerage in 2014, and we wanted to be known uh, a little bit differently. We chose the name Novus, uh, new and exceptional, and uh, we wanted to, uh, basically try to become the community expert and we're always trying to become the community expert. So maybe one day we'll get there, but uh, the idea of, of trying is that we're always trying to push the envelope and, and do something a little bit better and different. We like to highlight local business, local community happenings, and show that all through video gives everyone else their little bit of fame from it. And basically so why is it great to live and work here in Carrollton, Georgia in the West Georgia area? So Uh, by doing that we uh, obviously incorporate video we put it out on on lots of different social media platforms but allow us to go from a startup to to grow a sizable brokerage for our small town as well as really make some strong business connections help out those that help us and really just uh, showcase and highlight uh, why it's great to be here
1: so is that what random to real estate is, or was that
0: the first piece that then led to random? Topics? That's the first piece of it. So that's the, that's more of a, we're about the brokers. Then it comes down to, well, let me ask you some questions about sure. that before you get
1: any further. So this is not anything new that probably many of you have not already heard, right? It's, it's, uh, the, the digital mayor becoming local famous. Right. And, and the reason why I love this and I want to point this out is Rhett is in a very small town, so I, and I've heard people tell me this before. I've sat on coaching calls and people have told me, well, I live in a rural area. I don't know how this is going to apply to me. And you are disproving that in a big, big way. It's called big fish in a small pond versus a like tiny minnow in an ocean. That's huge. And not to say that it doesn't work both ways, because mention, I've always i mentioned Kyle Whistle before. To me, sure. he's kind of like the godfather of the digital marriage strategy in San Diego made a massive name for himself as a result. You know Kyle. Absolutely, um, great guy. Same thing as a result of social media, right? And, and so you are here in this small town. If you've never heard of Carrollton, Georgia, look it up. It's about an hour west of Atlanta, and it's rural. Mm-hmm. Uh, right on the border, basically, of Alabama, right? right? Um, and this strategy works here. Uh, what I was getting at is it's easier for a smaller market. I think it's harder in a larger market. I agree, I agree. Plus there's gonna be more competition. So you're like the anomaly here. People are going to look at you and be like, what the hell is he doing?
0: They did for a long time. Like, you know, a lot of strange looks, yeah. who does he think he is, what you doing. You know, it's like, you know, just roll with it. Yeah. And I uh, believe in the process and uh, stuck with the plan and that's what we did. And, you know, James and I get together every single month we have for the last seven years. Is that right? Eight, yeah, seven years? Wow. Yeah. A lot of videos, over so, a thousand, over so a thousand you, professionally you produced you videos. You
1: brought up a great point. So you have James, who is your videographer, he's a content creator you know we've talked about this before like at what point do you think that you someone should hire a videographer you know is he is he uh is he on salary
0: or is are you paying him a retainer like how does it work and what do you recommend sure i think you you know look at yourself and what are you good at doing uh smartphones are a lot better now than they were then uh they still had cameras on them and stuff but uh i failed miserably uh, for five years before that doing video on a consistent level i would do a video and then i wouldn't like the way that edited. I was too much of a perfectionist trying to get it right. So it didn't work for me in having the consistent ability to get it out there on a regular basis. So by hiring James, we agreed to do kind of a retainer one day a month to do the shoot. And he does the editing in between other shoots. And we have a month worth of content to put out during that. And he actually helps post some of that. So I'd say more like a partnership retainer that we do this once a month. And I don't want to leave out Andy, which is kind of our producer for for this today and, and running some of the sound and all. Andy also does a lot of stuff. He is, Andy's a, an employee staff for our sales team. He helps out a lot of things. He is a licensed with realtor. With real estate company. With real estate, with with, uh, with Retro Group, my yep. sales team. So, uh, but as far as uh, that goes, he's also here doing a lot of extra stuff with us, uh, creating that thing, that content around um, what we're doing uh, more of on a regular daily basis and also helping me because I'm terrible with editing. I do a lot of stuff with our GoPros and, and things with the kids, the random real estate stuff I'm going to get into. And he has been really instrumental in helping us get that stuff together on a consistent basis because um, you know James has got other clients, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, we, we, it would just, it, we needed to, to, to kind of branch out and do that. So it, it's a good mixture from doing some stuff for the brokers once a month, stuff for the team on a regular basis, and then we mash up and do a lot of things together too. So at what
1: point did you feel like, OK, James, let's start with James and let's go to Andy. James is a necessary investment for my business. Day one,
0: really? Yep. And we started the brokers day one because I had failed at, at consistently putting out video, and I knew that that was our strategy to, uh, you know, trying to become the local community expert. We needed to get our name out there a little bit different, and that was a, it, And we never, we hardly ever did the recruiting videos. We did a few here and there, but most of it came organically because people were seeing the content that we were putting out. Uh, and we were able to grow as a startup with a major brand in a small rural area to being one of the larger companies in our area and having you know, 54 agents. So it's been pretty interesting how that worked when we started with four. So, uh, but by, by doing that consistently, by having James, and he's you know, he's professional, this is what he does, uh, it was good for him because he, as he was growing his business, he, he had a, a client that he could uh, rely on and know that like, hey, he's got bills that come up monthly. I know for me, it's kind of like if I'm having to, to pay it monthly, I want to make sure that we actually do the work, and it's a it's a good accountability measure for both of us, uh, and uh, we've we continue to grow with that, and continue to do that because it worked. Yeah. Too often we forget and we quit doing the things that worked, and um, you know, and then we also have to kind of reinvent as we go and add to and augment and do things a little bit differently, but uh, that that was it for us. That's powerful. That's a powerful statement.
1: Day one,
0: he invested
1: in his business, uh, and I think a lot of people they think to themselves well, I've got to create the revenue
0: first before I can afford the spin. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back in all industries. Yeah, and, and day one, what I'm saying is, is from when we opened the brokerage in 2014, I've obviously been selling real estate longer than that, but uh, that's when we decided to make that change and do it. When you decide you're going to implement it into there, you either got to find somebody that's going to do it for you or help you with it, or you got to make that commitment of time and invest, carve that time. I didn't have that time to carve out. I had to hire somebody to do it, and then I've had to figure out that as well. Love it.
1: Okay, so then, that was day one. Then at what point does Andy come into the picture? And he's full time with the brokerage. Uh,
0: he's full time. He's full time with. Uh, well, we've got a lot with of different coming with okay. the team. So the the brokers, we have a you know staff, and I have a partnership on the brokers with, and I have my sales team that's just kind of my sales team. And I have staff that work just for that uh, couple of assistants uh, they're, they're working with us, Karen and Sarah, and then we have a few agents, uh, Justin and Sunshine, working with us as well. But having Andy as a licensed Person that is uh, staff that uh, um, didn't really do as much with video in the very beginning. It's like, do you know much about it? He knew a little bit. It's like, well, does it interest you? So like, sure. So I so, said, well, we're going to learn how to do YouTube together. And what I mean by that is he learned how to do YouTube, and uh, <laughs> I uh, encouraged him along the way to, to uh, you know, allocate his time to working on some of that stuff. But uh, you know, I wanted him to be in a non-sales position when uh, we hired him. And also make sure that uh, you know uh, he's still helping with the things that are you know keeping us with, with cash flow which is you know selling real estate but also focusing a portion of his time and as we go more and more of his time into working on the things that we can do to, to you know, get everything on YouTube, build that channel up, get a podcast going have additional content we can put together. Encourage our team members the, some of you guys will look at our content on the retro group site the Karen and Sarah show. Uh, that kind of was a spinoff uh, when we were out of town um, about, uh, you know, uh, doing a video. And they, they started trying, like, different fruits and stuff. So, it's like Andy kind of helped them produce part of that. They, they said, hey, record this. And that turned into a whole series of its own. And uh, so, so, our staff kind of got involved. I've been mean, saying, you know, get involved with video. And they figured out a way to do it. And it's been a lot of fun. Nothing to do with real estate. That's the, the random part. So, anyway, all kinds of good stuff uh, that can come out if you just, uh, you know, see, see what happens, you know. I love it now. I love it. Okay, so
1: that has all led to where we are today, which is now we're in uh, we're in, we're in 2021 mm-hmm. and uh, you've now got uh, a videographer who's on call once a month, essentially, mm-hmm. is what that is. And then you've got a full-time guy that's doing this for you. Do you have any sort of uh, metric that you want to hit when it comes to how much content you want to put out every single week or every single month or anything like that? Yes, how more? That's an interesting metric, and that's a
0: metric that I would uh, I would uh, second. So, is there no X yeah. amount? We, or... we uh, well, our our team has a lot of different talents, you know. So there's different there's different people, you know, with inside the brokerage and inside of my sales team too they are are putting out content, uh, things like that, making posts, advertising things we're doing. But uh, we have a certain amount that we are trying to, to to hit. You know, anytime we have new listings, we have we have certain certain things that happen every time there's a new listing. The coming soon's, the, the ads we run with it. we're shared and posted Uh, we try to encourage doing other video content uh, pieces several times uh, per week per month but uh, it's like anything you get busy selling real estate and it's hard to stay consistent all of that so i would say that um, do we have an exact matrix that we follow the answer i'd probably lie if i said we did but we try to do more as we can and uh, you know sometimes you have to back up guys and we're busy but we still can't forget about what we do that works and that's the focus we try to always reel back in and uh, do what we can. You know, at the end of the day, if you do the fact that we're doing something consistently, we're already so much further above whatever the bar is was was, was or, or is, yeah. because most people don't do it consistently. Yep,
1: yep. So um, where do you focus? Where is your focus when it comes to social?
0: Uh, we've always been uh, pretty Facebook heavy as far as uh, putting that out there, because that's where a lot of our uh, uh, our clients live, I guess you'd say, uh, doing more and more uh, with uh, Instagram and TikTok, learning more and more about that. And then a lot of our, uh, videos we do put out, or um, you know, with YouTube, uh, haven't gotten. You know, we were a little bit later to the YouTube game. We've gotten into, involved as in that, so we did Facebook in the very beginning. Uh, we could have had a lot more dynamic page from that, but it just it, we didn't focus the energy there because we were doing Facebook and doing ads there, and it was it was working from that standpoint. So, uh, but it's never too late to, to get involved with it, and, and we're we're building that up and building an audience as we go. And uh, but I will say the audience that we have built seems to be pretty engaged with what we have, so that's good. I love it. I love it. So you you hear that, like, you know, a
1: lot of you guys, you hear Tristan and I and we talk about the five platforms that we're on and we're we're regular on them. And I, I, I say this to give you context because I think that can be overwhelming and sometimes intimidating. And then you hear somebody like Rhett, who is very well known in the real estate world. And yet he's not really infiltrated a lot of these platforms. I mean, you're really focused on Facebook, but just being consistent and
0: good on Facebook has has Had an immense impact on your business, and we're, we're getting more and more involved with TikTok. Had a couple of successes there, and we, we're learning more from that. And that's uh, yeah, but then find find the audience for where we need to be there, too. So it's kind of like you can get people to follow you, but is that really going to turn into business, or is that really going to turn into the random things that turn into business? So yeah. you've got a lot of different ways of approaching that. You bring up a good point,
1: uh, and I don't know if we talk about this enough because you know, we've talked about we talk about TikTok and you know, it's ign- uh, ign- uh, ag- the word I'm looking for, Agnosium um because it, i love it i love the platform i'm passionate about it i was one of the predictors that it was going to be great so i'm i'm proud of myself right sure uh, but a lot of people say well tiktok you know the audience is young or you're not going to get business from that audience but think of it this way and you just made me think of it this way tiktok is no different than the same thing that we preach about being a digital mayor when you go out and highlight businesses it's got nothing to do with your business it's just simply me- you making new connections with different people uh, that maybe that they're gonna know, like, and trust you, then they're gonna find out or get to know that you're a realtor and end up using you. The yeah. same concept applies to TikTok or Instagram because, for example, Rhett just had a video we were just looking
0: at it, seventy-something thousand views, and it was something related to fishing, right? Yeah, it was a fixing. It was a, an error that happens with a particular kind of fishing pole that I spent an hour trying to mess with it. I watched a seven-minute YouTube video and figured out how to fix it, and I made a one-minute. TikTok video. So smart. And uh, basically, we do the process, but I showed my, my take on it and uh, all my own content because uh, I was fixing a problem I had to fix anyway. And uh, yeah, 72,000 72, 72, views on there. And that's one of those random real estate things. That's one of my items on there. If you look on the, uh, what is it, the, the D has a fish on it. And uh, it's kind of hard to see swimming upside down, but uh, or swimming downwards, uh, but the, um, the point there is that... That's one of those random things for that particular channel that I think I'm probably gonna focus more on is, is some of that. Uh, I'll still put some real estate stuff in there, still put some other things. Now we have a, a page for, for Retro Group on there as well, and that will be a little bit different too, and have some different things with it. But I think that it's okay if I found kind of what my hobbies are, I'm already dealing with this stuff or I'm already gonna be, you know, doing that and figured out, oh uh, here's a problem I found, like here's a solution to fixing it. That is an action that's adding value to someone. Yeah. And uh, even if that audience is more broad, even if it's, you know, it's further places, it's gonna generate other followers back to our YouTube channel, back to Instagram, whatever it is. And eventually those random things will turn back into business opportunities or business connections. Correct, yeah. They're now
1: raving fans and therefore they're going to have a need at some point for whatever it is your is you're potentially selling and they're gonna think of you first. That's the whole point, folks. I mean, don't overthink this stuff. That's what social media creates for you. It's the opportunity that creates. And- um, What
0: is your thoughts on that? Do you have to be the same person on every channel? Can you be different on different ones? Uh, you know, I guess it depends.
1: You know, it depends. You know, I, I just got off a coaching call that you sat in on and we were talking about creating pillars of content. And so I, I think uh, I think it's what's most important is just creating consistent content. And so creating consistent content becomes easier when you create the content built around the things that you're already doing in your life. So you have a fish, because you do a lot of fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm into fitness and, and diet, so it's easy for me just to turn my camera, like you said, I'm gonna be doing this anyway. I'm just gonna turn my camera on. Or me, for me it's golfing. Or my family, right, it's just, I'm already living the life, I'm already doing it, I'm just gonna turn my camera on and then just share it with my, with the world. And as a result, that's what ends up happening, because you're gonna get somebody, This is this is the correlation here, Seventy thousand views probably picked up several hundred followers you may not even know it and those people now are going to stick with you some of those people are probably in your market because this is all geographical that's how these apps work and some of these people are going to end up seeing your other content down the road that's the end and that's going to end up leading them back to them understanding what you do which will then again, bring them to you because they're going to either look at you as a celebrity, they're going to look at you as the authority, they're going to look at you as somebody they know, like, and trust, all of the above, right? Going back to your question, um, I guess I kind of answered it in a big circle. No, I don't think it matters necessarily. It's up to you though. I think it's up to each individual person. So for me, I have different strategies on each platform.
0: So, so different strategies or topics, whatever. I think it's okay to do that because they're all, all, all platforms are a little bit different. But when you take the time, and if you're going to focus and be consistent on it, that's the, that's the money right there, I think. Just being consistent on what's there and uh, uh, go down a path with it and see how it works for you. You may end up changing some of your content strategies on other platforms, potentially, yeah. if it works for you.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? You bring up a good point. And I've mentioned this on this podcast before. It's my Lake of the Ozarks content. That wasn't a pillar of content. It's become one. Because I'm like, why, I have over a million views on two videos on one weekend, a couple weekends ago. Why wouldn't I keep giving the people what they want? Right. So that's
0: stupid. So I created, made it a, a pillar, essentially. Um, I, I call it, what is your random? So if you look yeah. at the, the whole thing, random to real estate, each letter, figure, consider the letter hollow for yourself or just the outline of it. What are the things that you could put inside those letters that are your random things? And they can change, but uh, you know, you got family, real estate, uh, what are the crazy what, suits what's, what's the first one okay that's the crazy, crazy suits yeah. just a tie and then you get the uh family here you got real estate in this uh fishing you get a microphone I like to, to do a little speaking we're on a mic right now maybe a little bit of karaoke every now and then and then inside the m is a film trip. i like to do video and uh it's a focus there so um all that kind of ties together that is my random those are my pillars okay. of content
1: you know what's funny what my two and a half year old daughter looks at this shirt and says daddy golf ball she says the microphone looks like, a good, and I was like, wow, that's impressive. I like, it well, sounds think? like that's so your golf ball needs to go there. Uh, you know what? I love it. I love it. So a lot of you aren't watching this. Uh, where can they go see random to real estate?
0: Best place is, is YouTube right now. Go to YouTube, random to real estate, T O random to real estate or our podcast, random to real estate. Uh, I think it's radio. So yeah, you can go either place and find it on any platform, uh, podcast, but yeah. Definitely, uh, YouTube's where a lot of that is, and that's where we have a lot of this random content. We try to tie that all back in, because how those random things tie back into me selling real estate. Well, you know, part of it's uh, because I meet people from fishing, and then we talk about real estate, and then they have a parent or relative or co-worker that needs to sell something or buy something or whatever. Then there's a referral made there. Even if it's not in my market, it might be in your market. Well, then I can, hey Jeff, who's the person for for St. Louis? This is a great realtor there. All right, this person's looking to buy or sell there. I can make that referral happen. So that's how that stuff works back and forth. Oh, by the way, they might need a mortgage, Give them, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> get a mortgage there. So mm-hmm. we're all intertwined. The world's a lot smaller now than it's ever been. So, uh, you know, just, it's okay to, to do what you do, but, but have fun and, and bring the value from the things that, that are the commonalities. We all, uh, it doesn't matter what your background is, what your beliefs are, from most things, but there could be a certain hobby or sport or interest that kind of brings everyone together in a different kind of united way. Uh, and I think that's a really good thing. I always kind of say find your people, find your tribe. You know, you'll know, you find the people that you wanna work with. When I wear those silly suits and stuff, I attract a lot of you know people through conversation. If someone's really, really not, doesn't get into all that, they're probably not gonna come talk to me. We may not end up working together. We might, but at the same time, it's okay. There's enough business for everyone to have something to do. But we can attract people that we wanna work with by focusing our time and efforts on the things that we Already like it's easy, it's yeah. the low lying fruit.
1: It's interesting, and you just brought something up that I have not mentioned. So, if you again, if you don't know who Rhett is, or if you just or you've maybe seen him before, you've probably seen him in one of those suits. So, you wear this brand called Shinesty, There's right? Another plug here. I hope we're going to get some ad. ad-, 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 ad- I, I, did, I this
0: do one. have a little bit of a discount code if you're interested, <laughs> you get a discount on it, which is well, there good. You go. That's
1: good. I, I did buy one as a result of Rhett, but it, Uh, that's another point that I'm gonna that I'm gonna tie back here to social media and really the brand that you build and that is you know you found something that was very defining and unique everybody knows me for t-shirts and hats Um, I I think what do you I mean I know I don't know how you're gonna answer this I know what your take on it is and, and that is you know what is your opinion of defining your brand as it relates back to your content and social media where people are
0: seeing you? I, I think it's important your brand can be a few different things, but you, you've got to kind of stay consistent and true to what you're doing. I mean, if you enjoy it, you like it, or, or if it works, you know, you do what works, yeah. right? You know, sometimes we're really good at certain things. I'm a really strong listing agent. I'm really good at, at, at uh, um, you know, helping sellers figure out what they need to do to sell. I'm really good at, at negotiating the contracts with it. My favorite thing to do is work with buyers, but my schedule doesn't allow me to do that as much with all the different hats and responsibilities. So I found that I work really well with, with the listing, so I focus my energy when I'm doing work on that. All right, when it comes down to doing networking, I'm really good at networking, but I realize that if I can wear my fun suits, or there's a theme with it, and we also tied it back into our theme quarterly marketing that we do mm-hmm. with postcards and whatnot, it brings the team back together. We kind of come up with uh, a theme each time, then I can you know use these for other other events. but. If people want to see that, and that's kind of what they expect, well, what's wrong with you giving them what they expect? Uh, it's opened up a lot of opportunities and doors through conversations because people came to talk to me that I might not have been able to uh, talk to them if I stood in line waiting. Yeah, I love it. So, so what would
1: you say? Because, because here's what I would think. Um, and first of all, I, let me just let me let me um, let me just say that I love the suit idea. I'm jealous that I didn't create it. But let me also say that I bet you that there's a lot of Straight and narrow type of professionals that say, "What a douchebag," or you know, like, like you're an idiot. And, and secretly, they're probably just envious, right? But what do you say to the people who say, you know, I, that that really that's what holds me back? So I'm gonna blend in because I don't want to be called the names. I don't want to be called out. I don't want to be called,
0: you know, an idiot or a douchebag, whatever you want to say. It's it's easy to blend in. It is easy and it's easy to get, get lost in the crowd. Stand out, stand out, be be yourself, have fun with it. If nothing else, the best part about the, the whole suit thing is I don't have to see it. Everybody else has to look at it, so the joke's really on them. <laughs> I'm walking around, James is laughing back there. He knows he's got one or two of those suits. Uh, he's come with me doing some video in the conferences. I said, James, I got you something. Showed up, had him a suit his size, ready to go. He's like, man, this is the most exhausting thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> All these people come up talking to me and doing this, and, and they but they loved it. And it was engaging conversation. But uh, it's so funny, but then like you'll be at the event and then, like, well, let's go get some food and we'll go get food. I'm like, why the hell are these people staring at us? And you look down like, oh. That's
1: why. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's fun. So like you realize how many like, times have hey, been called a clown? Uh, probably more times than I could ever count. And I probably still will be. But you know, it kind of goes back to the same people that made fun of us for doing the video like yeah, who's this guy I think he is walking around doing it he sells real estate uh and I've had some some people try to use it against me oh he's spending all the time doing video now he didn't even sell real estate anymore so you need me to sell your home instead and I, was like, I think he might be up to something and then realizing that you know numbers and volume speak for themselves yes. but at the same time if you're not putting yourself out there in different ways and uh and we also at the same time we come come at it with a very genuine approach we're in a small town I have done countless videos for Direct competitors at different companies in our market, uh, real estate agents, whatever, their spouses, their families, their whatever. But you know why? Because whatever it is their business is, they do a good job at it. And I'm gonna, um, I want to highlight why is it great to live and work in our area. And even if it's you know promoting something that there's no way possible that that person's ever gonna send me any business, it's not what it's about. It's a pay it forward approach. It's the people that that are gonna share that and send it, and we're all connected. and, And you know. My goal is not to be everyone's number one agent, but I want to be everyone's number two. And you're not going to be. You're not going to be something for everyone. You're not. But if they, if they know if they know who you are and they know you sell real estate and they know that you're whatever it is, insert, insert mortgage, perfect, whatever it is you do, it makes sense for them to, to know what you do and who you are and they can choose to use you or not. Um, you know, it's a, it's a fine balance when all that stuff, but it, it's, it's worse to blend into the crowd that we are talking about earlier, and people forget about who you are. And that's where, it come, coming back to the whole suit thing, a spinoff from that crazy suit idea was probably one of the best marketing things that, I, that I've ever done, and it's with our team, that we send out quarterly postcards. We've been doing this for two and a half years now. Every single quarter, a different theme. It's direct mailed. It's five seconds of fun before it goes into the garbage or whatever, but a lot of people hang them up and we send them to local restaurants. I think I'm up to printing 3,000 cards every quarter. And this is a big expense. I mean, we're talking about buying these you know, suits or dresses or whatever for the team, whatever the theme is. You know, Having a photo shoot with a professional photo photographer uh, doing the video that goes along with it. Um, and then having content built around that to kind of do a little teasers. A lot of times we'll do a giveaway, we did a big, um, we did a Hamdemic instead of a pandemic this past year. Sure. But it was a good contest for, for, uh, for social media to help build this mailing list for more people that we knew. Also, we gave away, um, I think, uh, about 20 or so Honey Baked Hams right at Thanksgiving, saying if you don't need it, you can give it to a family that does need it. Mm-hmm. Huge success, uh, very, very expensive campaign to do, but uh, it came from a genuine place, and, and it worked out, and uh, it works. So by doing consistent things like that, you're able to um, uh, you know have a lot of fun with it, up with something unique and different and people there's some people that just like to look at what we're doing what are they gonna do next they make fun of it yeah and i like that too because that is engagement
1: yeah if they're not making fun i mean you're probably not doing something of notice, right right i love that all, all right. right so if people want to get a hold of you how can they find you already mentioned the random real estate Mention it again but how can they get a hold of you if they have some questions for you and and while you're saying that james i want you to come over here because i'm going to ask you a couple of questions uh, when when Rhett's down here.
0: Absolutely. So you can get a hold of me, Rhett Harmon. Um, that's R E T T H A R M O N. I'm pretty much on every platform, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, everywhere there. You can look at uh, Retro Group or C Twenty One Retro Group. R E T T R O. You can find those platforms uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, that's that's my sales team. C Twenty One Novus is the is the brokerage. Uh, a lot of videos there on Facebook, you see, but really YouTube is going to have a, a lot of really good examples about what we have. And I tell people, look, there's not very there are very few real original ideas. I'm totally cool with you already rip off and duplicate. Um, I challenge you make it better. You know, make it better for your market, do your own take on it. And uh, and I think that would be great. Tag me in it. I'll, I'll give you a comment. Um, and I think if, if by doing things like that, we're always challenging each other to to get better, raise the bar, and uh, and do things that work. Uh, so yeah, get a hold of me way you can.
1: I love it man so we're gonna to have to cheers one more time before Absolutely. i have james come in here i'm gonna need another beer but before we do that um before we end i want to bring james in here and this is the reason why first of all this is james paul james Schiller, who
2: who are you first of all
1: james Schiller paul okay great. You, ever, you ever see any pulp fiction yeah, oh yeah you this out it's a bad month <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we can cuss on this show lana already <laughs> when he broke us it's a, the reason why i want to ask james to come here if it was was twofold number one um, if you're in this region this area uh, obviously he's for hire but i think even more importantly and i want to like, want you to plug yourself i want you to be a resource to anybody who says how do i find my james in my market cuz that's tricky like how do you find them and who better to ask than someone who does it so first of all plug yourself then give our audience like a take like where do they go to find a james after listening to red it's like, right. I need a James. Right.
2: Well, um, so I'm here in Carrollton, Georgia. James Paul is my name. Uh, Schiller is my middle name. And the name of my company is uh, Schiller Production. And we pretty much focus on content creation, right? We want to help companies market and, and, and create content, particularly video content. Um, listening to you guys, you guys, are, y'all are killing it on a video tip. But um, yeah, I'm here in 204 Adamson Square, right here in Carrollton, Georgia. Um, and just walk by, man. We're right next to the Irish pub and uh, Butter, Dutter, Butter Dutter and uh, Plant Waste. We're right here, man. Just come on by and um, talk to us. We create all sorts of video content, from documentaries to short videos and, and all of that. The majority of the things that we
1: do is really in the marketing field. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. And, and, if, and if anybody who's listened to this podcast, you'll probably notice that the production quality on this one is going to be 10x better than they normally are. Uh, and that's why, because of this guy right here. Okay, so if somebody's listening and they're in red shoes or want to be in red shoes and they're like, damn, I need a James. How would you suggest, So let's, somebody from this podcast reaches out to you on Instagram or wherever and right. says, hey, what, how, where do I look? Where do I find them? What's your advice? Well, the first thing I tell,
2: I like to tell people is not to look for a videographer because there's a difference between a videographer and a content creator, right? The videographer sets the camera up wide and they just capture everything and then that's it. They'll hand it over to you and they're about the business. The content creator is more or less thinking of the end goal, right? It's the audio like you're talking about. It's the lighting and then it's the end game. What are we gonna use this for? We're gonna edit it and make it do what it needs to do. So that'd be the first thing. So you find someone that's creative and that's doing exactly what they would do on the film level, but in the micro level. if That makes sense, right? Because we're making small movies, so to speak, yeah. for your for your for your feed, you know, so, um, but if anybody wants to reach me on social media, yeah. Shiller Productions, that's that's where you, you can find us under that. And um, I do have a website, SchillerProductions.com, and S C H I L L E R productions with the s at the end.
1: I love it, and if you can find somebody like James, you also have a built-in bodyguard because yeah. he is, in fact, what Rhett described uh, as an imposing figure. He's probably the gentlest man uh, you'll ever meet. But yeah. I, I would, uh, I would go, I would get into
0: any fight if James was sitting with me. Hey, <laughs> well, It's funny. There's, some, there's, there's been some time traveling that a couple oh, people yeah. look at us a little bit cross, and James just has to just give him that eye like, and <laughs> walk away. It's yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah. this is impressive. <laughs> hey, I do want to say this. I'm gonna plug James a little further. Follow, follow him on Instagram, for sure, because uh, he has a ton of tips. Jeff's really big on, you, you oh, yeah. use your camera more than anything oh, yeah. on your phone, right? Oh, yeah. And what James is saying is, look, use your phone yeah. to get a lot of your content, You know, get better at that. He gives a lot of tips as well on how you can get different angles of yeah. camera shots and all kinds of things that are there. But when you are gonna try to find that production, it's not, it is a little bit different finding that person that does it more of a production level. So you're doing something big, professional, yeah, do a little research, find them. They're in every community, and uh, you can you can find someone. And I'll throw the other thing out there: if you get to the point where you're doing it consistently and you need to have it more more often, find someone and train them to do it. You know, right. that, that's where you know um, uh, that's where you know kind of the example with Andy. So yeah, and uh, you know he obviously he caught on to it pretty quickly. But uh, there's there's a lot of opportunities provided as well. You know, with their equipment, through subscriptions, whatever it was we could do. Uh, but yeah, it, it, helped a lot on that. And it's not the same, uh, scenario. They do different things, yeah. but there's a lot of times that we work on stuff together and it really helps out.
2: You know, one, one thing I do want to point out is that, uh, when you are looking for a person to do this, it's very important that you help that content creator understand the real estate game, mm-hmm. because that's one thing Red had to really educate me on so that I understood how to create what I was creating and even the message within it. You know what I mean? Just something as simple as the logo, being true to the logo and not changing it. Right, right. You have to do that a couple of times. And as a creative, sometimes you want to alter things, and you got to realize that you can't. Yeah. So uh, understanding the real estate business really helps you when it comes to creating for the real estate. Or
1: don't assume because yeah, I go through this with our videographer, and and we'll we'll wrap up here in a second. But thats that he will say he'll show up to a shoot. And I think real estate agents kind of have a little bit of an arrogance to them sometimes, and it's we, like they just expect them to know, right? right? But right. you got to remember that everyone else lives in a different world, and so a videographer, they're they're creative butterflies. Yes. I mean, that's what they are, and you sh- They show up like, all right, what should I say? And and Papa's like, and that's our videographer. He's like. What, do you, what should you say, I, I'm just here to shoot it and make it pretty, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so know that, like when you go hire somebody, there is a difference by the way, uh, you know, Tristan and I coach with D DRock, yeah. you know, and he talks about this, That's and it's right, a big D-Rock. difference between videographers and content creators. Yes. It's, it's two different roles. You gotta decide which one you need. I think there's probably more, well, nowadays, there's tons of content creators, but historically, there's more videographers. Yes. It was more of a trade. Yes. But nowadays, you can actually find both. You decide what you need, yes. And then and then go from there. Yeah, man. But appreciate it, you, man. Do it yeah, consistently, man. regardless of what you do.
0: Yeah,
1: fellas, this has been fantastic. Enjoy it, man. Very thanks, good. thanks for
0: the hospitality, man. This is
1: Southern hospitality. Sure. Now we're gonna go get another beer and uh, get drunk on life, not social.
0: That's right. Sounds good. See you guys. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app.
2: Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.